on BrewDog USA. If you thought Guinness was brewed in Ireland, it could be worth $5. And we got an update on the best non-alcoholic. This is It's All Beer Sober Edition. Welcome to It's All Beer, where you might notice we're missing something in this podcast because we're drinking something that is also missing something. Uh, I'm Jeremy Jones. I'm Tyler Zimmerman. We're, I don't know why we're doing a, a, a non-alcoholic beer uh, episode in April. It's uh, I think January is more traditional to do a... a... Uh, truthfully, it's because I have to get up super early to drive to Oregon in the morning, <laughs> so... Oh, is that why you're like... Jeremy, I think we should like sample a whole bunch of like non-alcoholic beers just so you're not hungover. You're, you're driving. You, you could be you could be hungover as fuck. I alcohol. have to leave Boise by 4 a.m. Oh, don't be such a wussy. Uh, but hopefully, if I'm able to, I'm gonna try to sync up. Stop by uh, Hair of the Dog, have a beer, grab a couple to-go beers, and hopefully next week we have a couple Hair of the Dog beers to drink on the podcast. In the meantime, we got a lineup of near beers that is going to produce some high-quality urine. What do, what do you want to start with? Uh, I figured we kind of start with closest to you over to me with the Heineken 0.0. All right. The only one in this that is truly alcohol-free. Everything else has, like, less, less than... Less than 0.05. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Yes, there's some alcohol, but you would need to drink in a copious amount to even... In a quick amount of time. We the down, I think I did the math. You have to down like a six-pack in under an hour to get the buzz that you get from one... One beer. And I'm talking about like a Bud Light or something. Yeah, I, I saw something when I was in high school. Remember the Spike TV show, Mansers? They figured out how many beers you'd have, non-alcoholic beers you'd have to drink to get drunk. Okay. Like to the legal limit of .08. Yeah. And it was like 64 in like a couple hours. And I'm like, dude, you couldn't you couldn't keep that down. <laughs> I was going to say. And not because you were drunk, but literally there'd be too much carbonation in your fucking stomach. I would, I, 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 I'm suddenly reminded of an XKCD cartoon where he was wondering, wondering through the comic if he could drink water slow or like drink water slow enough and pee fast enough that he could just like lean over the drinking fountain and just drink and pee continuously. But he doesn't want to try it in case someone came in and he couldn't think of a, that's what he was doing and couldn't think of a lie. <laughs> um, it's, this is pleasant. It's light. It's slightly malty. Kind of tastes like Heineken. You know, without the without smelling like a dead skunk or tastes like a dead skunk. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Acceptable. All it took to make Heineken good was to get rid of the sk- <laughs> skunky alcohol, <laughs> or just a skunk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so figured I'd start us off. We have a little update look. on the Stone yeah. trial. Um. So Stone motioned uh, because I'm assuming part of the win was. Molson Coors, or Miller Coors, or whoever the fuck they sued. Miller uh, Molson something Coors. Yeah. Uh, let's just say let, let's just say Natty Natty Light. No, <laughs> different Keystone. Keystone, Keystone. That's right. I forgot. I forget what shitty beer it was. So they, I'm, I'm assuming they have to pay Stone's attorney fees. Yeah, I would, I would imagine so. Uh, so saw a tweet, uh, from Brendan Pale Freeman. Uh, Stone's motion for attorney fees in the lawsuit was $920 per hour. I uh, should have gone to law school. Well, it's a lawyer who tweeted this and goes, I need to start charging more. <laughs> uh, Stone tried to redact the amount they were seeking. Uh, and he's like, no, that information should be public. Uh, and he said, hopefully Molson Coors 
opposes the motion to seal. But the rates here range from 920 an hour for their most senior and experienced partners to $370 per hour for most for the firm's junior attorneys. Um, it each of the attorneys' rates reflect their standard billing rate, which fuck, man. Your standard rate's $370 an hour. God damn. Uh, and it's derived from the level of seniority of the attorney. attorney, And it's what clients actually pay BHB uh, for their lawyer's services. Damn, did they go pick out the most expensive fucking lawyer they could find? I'm like, $920 an hour? That motherfucker better get me off of murder. <laughs> And, and jerk me off at the same time, like. Well, how would that be? Like, while they're announcing the the not ver not guilty verdict, just just that's when just, you yeah. Just people time your orgasm exactly when they say not guilty. Just sitting there, and he's like slower, no quicker, no ah, no. Hold on, judge psych me out. Sorry. The problem is, is you you really don't know what the verdict's gonna be. So you're like, please be not guilty, please be not guilty. I mean, either way, he's gonna be very happy with the result. <laughs> either way, I'm gonna bring his mood up from either really low or up from really high. <laughs> and then plus, you have a, a, a an added uh, public indecency charge that you have to get him off on. So <laughs> getting off in more ways than one. Jeremy, what are we starting with? Uh, more brew dogs news now because I, that's what we're. This is now the official brew dog podcast where we just follow their twattery all through. Uh, uh, and yet we still haven't got a giant thug to come intimidate us from them, so we're not doing enough. <laughs> um, this comes from the Indie Star uh, by Grace Hollers. Uh, it turns out you may have remembered if you can remember way back when we started discussing brew dog. It actually started with this uh, uh, with this uh, brew dog. Uh, uh, bar in Fountain Square in Indianapolis. Um, the long and short of it was is that uh, they were accused of after they after they came back from the initial COVID shutdown, um, the the bar manager came and fired anybody who was gay, trans, or in any way not a straight. Oh, they've fucked up so much. I totally forgot about <laughs> this. Like they have a laundry list of fuck ups since then that I forgot they did that. Yep. That was that was like that a, was right around the time of the founders white printer. Yep, it was. They was. They were one of the. They were one of the original fuck ups. And again, I think I mentioned this in some in, in some story about BrewDog when it says how bad can a brewery fuck up? Founders did something, and BrewDog says, "Hold my beer." Um, well, anyway, that uh, that that uh, a tap room has now officially closed. Its last day was uh, April fourteenth. Um, the official line from uh, BrewDog's uh, quote, the closure of our Indianapolis bar was a result of a combination of factors, and we exhausted all the other options prior to making that tough decision to permanently close. Um, the spokeswoman would not elaborate on factors involved or whether or not uh, firing anybody who was not straight or, or uh, uh, had anything to do with it. Um, the article actually does go in, does, does spend some time, uh, uh, talking about the good things that BrewDog d did for the employees, and, I'm, and we've talked about this before. Um, uh, the uh, a uh, um, health insurance for even part-time employees, um, 
livable wage. Livable wage. They're actually they are actually helping uh, anybody who wants it. Um, they they will relocate help uh, uh, full time uh, team members relocate to their other uh, pubs in Ohio and Pennsylvania. Okay. Um, and um, you know also uh, it also mentions I think we talked about the uh, the uh, the uh, paid time off if you adopt the dog. The paternity. Yeah, paternity. Um, but, uh, it's, it arguably doesn't really, uh, uh, help. It doesn't really gloss over the fact that somebody came in and said, you gay, you gay, get the fuck out. You, he, she, you're out too. That. You don't look right. Get out. Yeah. Um, the, uh, 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 I just don't like you. So get the fuck out. Brewdog USA responded that neither gender, gender identity nor sexual orientation, orientation influenced the decision to terminate those employees. Um, uh, although it did seem to correlate to that when, when the, uh, it hit social media last year, um, the, uh, the, the investigation is actually still ongoing. Um, the hospitality members posted their support, uh, uh of the employees to social media and the disp- dismissed workers filed complaints against BrewDog with the e- U.S. Equal Employee Opportunity Commission. So we'll wait and see how that turns out. Um, but strap in cause... This isn't the last time we'll talk about brew dogs. <laughs> I feel like the, I mean we're, we're we're wrapping up with modern times, so um, it's yeah. we really don't have. I mean, Stone's pretty much done, so yeah, we we got to go all in on brew dog. Which uh, allegedly, uh, one of our listeners works for the Budweiser distributor around town, and someone from AB InBev was doing right along with him and heard the podcast and asked what this podcast was. Apparently, it was right around the time where I was yelling that. AB InBev should buy I'm, Modern Times. So if they buy them, I'm taking credit. Also, if you're uh, if, if that particular AB InBev uh, uh, um, uh, person is listening, uh, welcome Thanks to the podcast. Thanks for po- listening. Welcome to the podcast. Do not click listen. that subscribe button. <laughs> do not listen to the early episodes. Do not. And if you do, it was a different Jeremy. <laughs> we. <laughs> I mean, nothing we said was truly that wrong, <laughs> but. <laughs> Uh, Tyler, what do you got? You got what do you got for us? Well, up next, uh, I oh, think actually, we should we, do another beer. I say, I mean, beer is the wrong word, but sure, let's do another one. So we'll s- s- switch over to uh, got- Athletic Brewing, the number twenty-seven craft brewery in the nation. See, the problem is, is we're going to do this by the end of this podcast. We're still going to be like stone cold sober, not slurring, not. Um, not making extremely obscene comments. Um, Editing's <laughs> gonna be a breeze on this episode. <laughs> I was out, it was after the county line episode. One of the uh, one of our uh, uh, local listeners uh, came up to me and said, "You guys get really nasty when you're drunk." <laughs> 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 Which uh, you're not wrong. <laughs> well, we kind of tied one on that night. <laughs> you went back. That's the yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I heard tales about how that ended up. All right, so this is Athletic... Slid a b- beer down the bar and the bartender caught it and chugged it. It was a great night. Uh, <laughs> this is the Athletic Brewing Upside Dawn. It's their non-alcoholic golden. Yeah, and it's a like, definitely hoppier than the than the last one. For, mm-hmm. Especially for a lighter op- um, offering. Thicker body. Thicker body. It's slight c- citrusy hop uh, uh, flavor on the back. Almost a little but, bready notes coming through, but... But also... Two for two, I you know, 
I would drink. Yeah. Uh, so far, I mean, I think I think out of the two, I probably would identify the athletic brewing, ironically, more as like, this is non-alcoholic, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. something about the Heineken, it was, it was maybe just It light. tasted like water. Yeah, it was light enough in flavor that, yeah, it tastes like a Heineken. Yeah. So they probably have a little And bit. it looks like a fucking Heineken can if you overlook the 0.0 on the right side. Um, so, yeah. Well, to hop in, uh, we're gonna back up a couple weeks since we took last week off, even though Jeremy made it sound like I died. Uh, no, it was a Fight Club reference. Yeah. It was, you didn't get that, it's, Tyler's not here, Tyler went away, Tyler's gone. You didn't notice? No, it didn't click in my head. I haven't watched Fight Club in a little while. I thought you were trying to make Tyler died. And then make an Easter reference, and then you were going to post on Sunday, Tyler Rose. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I don't want to know what you get up to in the privacy of your own house. (laughs) Uh, Well, so, Major League Baseball opening day. Let's rewind back to that. Okay. Uh, Halcyon days when um, baseball was played by goats. No, no, no. Like, a couple weeks ago. Okay. Uh, They had something that happened that... Hasn't happened before. Um, one of their uh, rookies actually hit a walk-off home run, and he was the first rookie to ever hit a walk-off home run on... The first well, a walk-off It's where he hits a home run, and then that wins the game, so they are done after that hit. Okay. So, his funny enough, his name is Seth Beer. Uh, and opening day happened to coincide with National Beer Day. He plays for the Arizona Diamondbacks, uh, and uh, with this, he actually uh, hit that home run, uh, and they were so excited, everyone was chanting his name after the game, uh, that the Arizona Diamondbacks decided to go and do a fun little promotion. At- on a side note, that must be odd because you can never tell if like if people are chanting your name or if you're just at a frat party where they're going beer, 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 beer. Like you just walk into every party, like thank you everybody. It's nice to be. Oh right, right, yeah. You it's the booze. Got it. Uh, so what happened? Uh, the Diamondbacks decided to do a little commemorative event for the next game. Uh, they announced that the first ten thousand fans, twenty-one and up. Uh, will receive a free course light at the next night's game to celebrate Seth Beer's walk-off home run on National Beer Day. Do you think they'd actually use a give you a beer on National Beer Day? <laughs> well, course light, sex in a <laughs> sex in a canoe. I was gonna say <laughs> ten thousand beers. You don't want to be giving away something super expensive. Yeah, you do. Come on. I mean, ten thousand beers. All these, all these, all these, uh, 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 these teams are owned by billionaires. They can swing it. Uh, that is eighty three point three. So let's call it eighty three to account for loss. Pints or eighty three half barrel kegs of Coors Light they gave out. See, I don't see the problem with that. <laughs> Other than Coors Light, I mean, you get a get a decent IPA in there. First of all, you'll 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 have to give away less because there's people who there are people who will be like oh my, an IPA I don't like IPA, uh, or they'll be like wait that's higher alcohol fuck yeah let's do it <laughs> even better. Well, you also got to look at the revenue. Like a 
Coors Light normally in a ball game is like eight ten bucks. Compared to that much, yeah. Compared to fifteen dollars for an IPA, you're giving away more money. It's been a long time since I've been to a, a baseball stadium. Um, I don't know if I've ever been to a major one. Um, <laughs> I think it's usually about like ten Eight, bucks. Is it, is it ten? Wow, Christ! What's it at the airport these days? Oh no! Normally, if I'm at the airport, I go to liquor. I mean, it, it, what, I, I was bitching last time I went to the airport because they were charging seven or eight bucks a pint. That's just like driving down Chinden right now. Exactly. So, so that's and that's kind of yeah, that's about par for the course. So I'm kind of I'm I'm worried about going to the airport. Like, <laughs> like can I have a beer? Well, do you have a do you have a credit reference? Uh, you got both kidneys? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need one of those for the beer. <laughs> That'll get you about a beer and a half. <laughs> if you're willing to sacrifice both, we can do two beers. <laughs> All right, fine. Give me the two beers. I'll me up to a dialysis machine. <laughs> well, Jeremy, what do we got next? Uh, Guinness isn't brewed in Ireland. I'm sorry. I thought this is America news now. Sorry, I just had to. <laughs> that made no sense, but it just it just like that seemed like a Tyler thing to say. <laughs> uh, it, but it, it would be. It's true. Uh, here's some it's hard. It's in Maryland. The it, beers that are sold in the United States. Uh, it's and here's some more hard facts. The cocktail isn't always brewed in Mexico. Lefe doesn't come from Belgium, and Kona Brewery isn't made in fucking Hawaii. Not if you're buying it in Idaho or Oregon. Um, <laughs> however, and not all Goose Islands made in Chicago, <laughs> right? However, that truth hasn't come without a share of consumer backlash. And, and Red Bull doesn't actually give you wings. It doesn't? Okay. No. Do you your... not remember that lawsuit? I do remember that lawsuit. Now come think. And then right after that was the new or Blue Moon lawsuit where the guy sued because he said it was false advertising because they said they were craft, basically. How did that one turn out? I forget. That one didn't win. Okay. The Red Bull one, they were like, we'll give you $5 or a free Red Bull. Yeah, so fuck off. Um... Uh, the truth has that, that has not come out with its share of consumer backlash as time for Guinness's comeuppance. This comes from Food and Wine magazine by Mike Pomeranz. In 2015, Guinness faced a lawsuit from an American who claimed that the packaging of Guinness Extra Stout had led people to believe that it was brewed in Dublin when in fact it was brewed in Canada. This was before the Maryland brewery okay. opened at all. Um, the lawsuit went class action has just now been settled. Guinness is not admitting to any wrongdoing because that's how these things work. Corporations. Uh, but they are coughing up a bit of cash they can shove into your G-string, pat you on the cheek and say, Hey y'all, sweet cheeks, now shut up. Yeah. It's kind of like BP never admitted any wrongdoing for killing off the Gulf of Mexico. but And you're not getting very little. So 23,000 people filed a claim or were involved in the class action. And Guinness settled for a little over $2 million. <laughs> of uh, uh, All of which... Of which all but 770,000, excuse me, got sucked up by lawyers, legal fees, and all that shite. You know, the vultures must have their fees first. And the original plaintiff um, that brought the suit is walking away with 15 grand for his pain and suffering for having to endure a Canadian-made Irish beer. (laughs) So what does that mean? Well, if you are one of the plaintiffs, you can check your mailbox for, wait for it, a $5 check. Top class action has reported that those who filed the claim started receiving checks in February. So you can take that check down to your nearest Irish bar, belly up to it, and well, almost order a beer because you're gonna be you're gonna be a little short because inflation. <laughs> Can't even order a whole fucking Guinness. But you know what? You know, I throw a couple extra bucks and you can enjoy the 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 exact beer that is not made in Guinness. In- is like, 
Yeah, I can't afford to pay for it. And the tip's on you, too. Uh <laughs> Meanwhile, Guinness Extra Stout is actually now brewed in Ireland as God intended. Is it? It is now. They actually did move. Uh, it had nothing to do with the lawsuit. Mm-hmm. It had everything to do with the fact that um, that uh, moving a whole bunch of the production um, to uh, uh, to Maryland uh, freed up a portion of, uh, of the... Uh, facility that they were using to uh in ireland so they actually just closed down canada yeah the canadian uh brewery so huh so yeah so now ironically guinness extra stout is made in dublin so so all righty then (laughs) god we we suck at this when we're sober (laughs) the flow's not there we're quick Don't get on side tangents. <laughs> I was say we're 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 only twenty two minutes in, and we're like, huh. <laughs> uh, next one also from Athletic, uh, the um... the Free Wave Hazy IPA, and I instantly went to look at what the alcohol percentage was. It's nice you have that instinct. Seventy calories versus fifty on the last beer. Okay, so you know, good haze to it. I do like that's how a lot of that's that's what a lot of people's like derisive comments like oh it's gonna be calories instead of alcohol like well there's calories in regular beer i mean well yeah but the 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 the, the thing seems to be that um if i'm gonna ingest calories i might as well get drunk too to which i'm like dinner at your house must be fun (laughs) (laughs) and then i'm like yeah it's one thing just to count the calories of all the beer you drank to get fucked up but then you refuse to count the taco bell that you slammed on your way home Because, I mean, because you're half in the bag, you're like, Taco Bell sounds good. You're like, first stop at Jack in the Box and get me 55.99 cent tacos. Christ, Jack in the Crack. Another re- another restaurant that no one has ever patronized completely sober. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm just saying, if if, if Boise PD had a, uh, had a quota on DUIs, all they have to do is park outside the, the, the Taco Bell about midnight near my house and just pull over every car that comes out of there because every there ain't one there ain't one sober person the thing is there's some skeezy lawyer somewhere that would be like put out an ad and just be like you get a DUI after leaving Taco Bell I've got an entrapment suit against the city sign with me is that entrapment (laughs) I would fight for it (laughs) it's an attractive nuisance I was drunk and it was right there Uh, Tyler, ta- speaking of non-alcoholic beers, um, <laughs> well, we're uh, it kind of synced up perfect. Uh, Vice came out with an article titled "The Best Non-Alcoholic Beers" (parentheses) that actually taste good. I mean, so we're three for three so far. So. Yeah. Um, I mean, this hazy IPA tastes pretty much like a hazy. I mean, it's got. You know the the tropical fruit notes, the citrus. It's not as it's not as bright as a as as some hazies, but I mean it's like it's it's like what I say about a lot of these beers. Is it the worst hazy I've ever had? No, no, not even by a long shot. Is it the best? No, but uh, I was bummed I wasn't able to find the Sam Adams just the haze. Uh, I think so far out of all the hazies I or all the NAs I've tried, that is my favorite one. It is delicious, tastes just like a hazy IPA, uh, but alcohol, or less than a half percent alcohol. Uh, so the article, first thing they mention, 
uh, after they get through the whole, here's blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yeah, get rid of the fluff. Uh, the 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 bemoaning what the yep. bemoaning of of, uh, of non alcoholic the six paragraph introduction yeah uh, <laughs> it sounded it's basically the journalistic equivalent to a Metallica song with a five minute guitar intro uh, <laughs> so first thing they mentioned athletic brewing uh, says even if you know nothing about NA beer you've probably heard about athletic um. They specifically mentioned the flagships in it, the Run Wild IPA, which we will go to next, the Upside Dawn Golden Ale, uh, but they did not mention the Free Wave, which I was kind of surprised by in the article. Um, the next one up was the Bitburger Drive Non-Alcoholic German Beer. Huh. Uh, I haven't seen that one around. I haven't seen that I've one seen either. the Bitburger 0.0. I haven't seen no, I haven't seen that one in town yet. So, but from this, it talks. Uh, apparently, it's their third best. It's the third best selling beer in Germany. Like full, third best selling beer, full stop. That's what the article says. It says from the makers of delicious German pilsner and the third best selling beer in Germany comes Bitburger Drive non alcoholic German beer. I wonder if they mean Bitburger itself. I, I don't know. Because I would be really shocked if the it's third, a fucking NA. I say if the third best-selling beer in Germany was NA, I, I would have to really recalibrate what I know about Germans. Um, uh, the NA follows the German purity laws. Uh, it's apparently deliciously subtle bitterness with a malty backbone and just a whiff of noble hop aroma. Uh, Bravis is the next one they talk about, which I hadn't heard of. Uh, don't know if no, I haven't. Uh, they specifically mentioned the Bravis's oatmeal dark, uh, which I'm assuming would be like their equivalent of an oatmeal stout. Uh, it says it's a smooth, well balanced stout style NA beer that won silver at GABF in 2019. Uh, it's one of the few like NA stouts. Uh, Heineken 0.0. Yep. Which which that was quite nice. Okay. Yeah. Um, of of all of all the ones we've tried so far, I feel like that's the sneakiest again. Because mm-hmm. I mean, the the two athletics we've had. I mean, I've now that I'm well, uh, now that I've had a few NA beers, I can kind of pick out that flavor profile or you know the the lack thereof. You know, um, it, it's 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 funny to hear someone uh, hear someone try these for the first time because they'll try it. They're like. It's good. I feel like it's missing something. Do I should go? Yeah, that's kind of the point. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and then they go, oh yeah, but I mean, I, but there's also like a, a strange maltiness that these have that's not unpleasant. Because, but that there's, it's different. Yeah, but I, I do. I kind of like. Oh, this is na. Um, I don't. I didn't taste that in the Heineken. So I, you could probably slip me this one. And so the article says, uh, if you like Heineken, you'll like Heineken Zero because it tastes just like the full strength stuff. Uh, the flavor is there, and it's delicious, one reviewer writes. Uh, Lagunitas IPNA, which we will get to as well, Yep, uh, they mentioned. Uh, so I'll kind of skip over that, because we'll talk about that beer when we get there. The Suntory All Free. Have you fucking heard of that? No. Uh, that's the last one they kind of bring up. Um, so it's... 
according to the description, uh, the main set apart is how it's made. Uh, it removes the brewery removes the fermentation process entirely uh, to deliver a beer alternative with zero calories and zero point zero percent alcohol. It contains no sugar nor artificial sweetener flavors. Which, if you're looking to cut back on carbs, is a plus. So what the what they make it out of? That's what I was trying to fucking say. Going, okay, wait. So, so we, we made a beer, okay, but it's not fermented at all, okay, and we don't use any sugars. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Apparently, it's twelve ninety nine on Amazon, so we might have to order. Again, I, my my question is: Then what is? Then what the fuck's in the can? Yeah. <laughs> It's gonna be like. Are you just like steeping the grain and hops in water? Is it? I mean, is it like hop? Tea? Is it hop water? Is because Lagunitas did that first, or is it like it's something out of Spaceballs where you open the can and it's just empty? <laughs> I would fucking die. If it was just like an elaborate ruse where they're like, yeah, there's nothing in the can, but these fuckers keep buying it. Uh, <laughs> so, um, I mean, I guess in the article they kind of talked about how NA. Beer has really come a long ways from the day of St. Pauli's Girl. Uh, I mean, we've drank Coors Edge on this podcast. I still got myself a bottle stashed away somewhere. Oh, poor thing. Uh, <laughs> but so far, like you said, we're kind of three for three on it being pretty solid. And with three more to go, uh, at the end of this episode, we'll also do a quick ranking. Um, well, and 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 I and and I. Uh, I do uh, uh, do appreciate that they are getting better, and that you know they, that that you yeah you could have a beer and then have one of these kind of balance out your night. Mm-hmm. Um, especially uh, actually, it, was, it actually came up. Someone was uh, um, was there was a, we we got a, a pack of drunks uh, that were on a bit of a tour, and one poor soul chauffeuring them around. And she kind of, you know, and I serve everybody else, and then like, can I get you something? She's like, no, I'm driving this. I'm driving this clown car. Like, well, here we have athletic brewing. We I say, have. I sold her on a a Black Butte, uh, the Black Butte NA, which we'll get to in a second. Yeah. Uh, and that was her reaction. Like, it's good. I feel like it's missing something. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, again, like you said, kind of the point, but it it makes it nice because it still makes you feel like a part of the group you're holding the can in your hand or you have a glass full of it yeah and you can actually there is a psychological aspect which is i mean if everybody else has a beer and you're sitting there with at best like a soda Croy. yeah you're just sitting there going like yep i'm having a great time at least with the at least if it looks and tastes like a beer you can kind of go there's a psychological aspect i don't know why you're like works. i'm still having a great time uh except i'm the one driving yeah Except for, and I'm the one driving, and I'm not the one tr- currently trying to light my farts on fire in the in the bathroom, <laughs> or or throwing a pint across the bar. You're right, and I'm also conscious enough to realize strippers don't actually like me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's 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 kind of that that that's a good reason to drink alcoholic beer. <laughs> Uh, just, just sitting there unless she's down like listen I, I know and you, you know that this is just something you're doing to, to earn money so you can buy meth pay for medical school you're gonna buy meth so and you don't really like me so let's just get this over with you you remind me of my ex-wife <laughs> <laughs> right. so we've got the run wild IPA 
that we just switched to from Athletic Brewing. The other, the other, uh, 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 sixty-five calories on this one. The other plus side to um, to uh, uh, doing the NA is we can plow through these and not have to worry about like God, we're getting fucking drunk. Yeah. <laughs> there, there. There's the other thing. They're all extremely easy drinking. Yeah, you can you, you can j- just uh, uh, plow around through them. Also, since I, I I rode my bike to and from work, they're very refreshing after a, a bike ride. Yeah. So um, and again, so, so I like the I, I like the fact that it is distinctly a West Coast IPA. It doesn't it, mm-hmm. the citrusiness is not as prominent as it is on the hazy. I was trying to see if they have what it's more, hops. It's more piney. There is a more there is a bitterness. There is a lingering bitterness. Mm-hmm. This is the fav- This is my favorite of the athletics. Um, because I think I like the hazy a little better. This is the one that, and again, I, maybe I maybe I'm strange, but I kind of rate these on, on how, um, on you know, on how much like a regular beer it tastes like. And again, I feel like the run wild. You could serve that to me, and I might be go. I might go. Tastes tastes, tastes odd. Oh. Tastes odd, but I don't know if I'd pick out an A. See, I I feel. Hazy, the hazy to me was more true to style, like has a better chance of fooling me thinking it's an actual hazy IPA than this, but I, because this doesn't have as much bite as I'd expect from a traditional. But I IPA. haven't tried this next to the Lagunitas IPA, so I'll be. I'm kind of curious to see what I think That's about it. That's kind of why I put the Lagunitas IPA right next to it. Yeah. And I was like, I want to see how they stack up. Back to back, and that's why I was hoping we could have got the Sam Adams hazy to do right next to that hazy. That would have been yeah, and kind of compare athletic to each to one of each. But um, cool. What well, do you got next for us? Well, Paps decided to do something to really spice up some people's Easter. People listening are like, God, they're being very efficient and clear. <laughs> they're like, Fuck, I needed to kill more time with this podcast. <laughs> well sorry guys uh but they decided to do a pretty fun marketing event uh and the cities of tampa portland and philadelphia or tampa portland philadelphia mill and milwaukee wisconsin okay um they painted up some half barrel kegs and hid them around the city that's adorable. I think that was the cover of our uh, of this uh, uh, this episode, episode. right there. <laughs> uh, since it's a traditional Easter activity to go on an Easter egg hunt in college, my friends and I would have someone who would be sober go hide a couple cases of beer or shooters around the house, and then release the drunks like releasing the kraken, and we'd go find it. So we we I, did one time where if you found the can. You had to shotgun it at that time. That one hurt. <laughs> I, I picture less the uh, uh, I picture more of like the running of the bulls in Pompalona. Just all of a sudden, just just, uh, just a bunch of drunks and some people in dress and funny clothing, desperately trying to get out of your way. So <laughs> after doing the one where we had to shotgun, yeah, when you found it, that <laughs> really hurt. Um, we decided when you found it, you just had to put it in your little basket. So usually the night before we'd get drunk and go break baskets off people's bikes. Uh, <laughs> you guys are dicks. Uh, and we're just walking around <laughs> with baseball bats, knocking the baskets off people's bikes. <laughs> no, we just used our hands. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, 
And then you just load up your basket, and then that's what you drank the rest of that afternoon. But Paps decided to do that uh, where they'd post clues on their social media page for and it say which city it was for. Um, it, prior to the hunt, the hunt ran from 1 to 4 p.m. Um, in some cities, only one keg got hidden. In others, there were multiple kegs. Uh, they didn't disclose how many were in each city. Um, and if you find it, it's yours to keep. So it was a full keg. Um, I think the keg was empty. God damn it. But it was painted. But you got a gift card for a full keg of Pabst Blue Ribbon. So you did get a, a, a full keg. You did, but I think they hid the empty one in case... Also, a full keg is fucking heavy. Yeah. So you can... It's a little bit easier to, ha- to hide an empty keg shell somewhere. You can... So... Uh, if it sh- falls down and crushes somebody, it, it, well, it bonks their head and doesn't kill them. You know? Yeah. Uh, should two people find the same keg at the same time, there will be a trivia contest as the tiebreaker. I have not seen if they've posted uh, any updates on who found them. I'm double checking. Uh. No, not seeing any. Uh, no updates, at least as of now, on the like if they posted a picture with the people. But here's the one of the Portland, Oregon clues. Goes, gives the number you need to text. Goes, the one in that big park on top of the also very large extinct volcano. Let's say it one more time. The one in that big park on top of. The also very large extinct volcano. The one in that big park on top of that. Okay, let's talk about how language works. The one in the that big park on top of the also very large extinct volcano. Well, I'm guess they're referring to Mount Hood, but that's not. Um, you've been to Milwaukee before. Oh, I'm thinking. Oh, that's no, a, no, no. But you have. I've been to Milwaukee. Yeah. Okay, I'll read you the Milwaukee clue. Okay. Let's see if you can find it. A lighthouse, some lions, and a man on a horse walk into a park. Hilarity ensues. <laughs> I don't know the city that well, though, so I have no idea where the fuck that is. Uh, the Philly clue was, I know it's your park, Mr. Longest Serving President, but you've never even done a kickflip. Well, that would have to, well, it'd have to be something to do with FDR, so. <laughs> uh, Tampa, Florida. It says, sob tears of joy in this park to be literal. Near some bust of important former people. Okay. So, uh, if anyone listening happened to find one of these cakes, we'd love to have you on. Let us know where you were when you found it, and send us a picture of what the cake looked like. <laughs> the pretty painted uh, Easter uh, uh, keg. That should just be a th- I think I've all- Make that a a, a, a yearly thing. Uh, just a, 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 a booze hunt in the, uh, in the tap room. Yep. <laughs> uh, Jeremy, what do we got next? Well, uh, I found this uh, uh, article, and I'm actually just gonna I'm, I'm just I'm just gonna read it. Uh, uh, fake news news now because I found this so charming that hold on before because I just realized we have two beers left. This is kind of the last article. We should probably okay. We're talking faster than we can actually <laughs> drink. That is uh, that that's a rare thing. Uh, yeah, let's get to the IPNA. Um, since why Jeremy gets this poured up, I did want to say we f- I found on Easter a little surprise on the back of a Miller High Life can. 
Um, it was a statement on it that I sent a picture to Jeremy of. Yeah, that's going on the Instagram uh, account. Um, where it basically is in direct response to the AB InBev Super Bowl commercial we discussed. It says, <laughs> we kind of read it off directly, because the can, how it's printed, it's a bitch to take a picture of. Uh, it says, yeah, that's he said it to me. I'm like, I could kind of read it, but it's like the glare. I'm like, I don't know what it says. So it has the ingredients, and then it says... Corn syrup is used as part of the brewing process only. Miller High Life uh, never uses high fructose corn syrup. The only thing that could be better is, so go fuck yourself, A.B. and Bev. Oh, dude, I would have fucking peed myself. <laughs> and to our new uh, uh, A.B. and Bev executive listening, um, sorry. Listen, I, I, sorry, but I stand by that statement on that one. That was a dick move. Let's be. Let's. let's I be mean, you guys called him out, and they kind of came back swinging. So, and this podcast was the result of it, actually. Sort of, kind of. <laughs> was it that? Though? That was the. That was the. That was the Super Bowl commercial. That it was the first lawsuit we ever covered. That was the first lawsuit we ever covered, and uh, that that brought us out swinging. Like, all right, we got to do this podcast. So, quick rundown on the IPNA. The aroma's brighter. Um, but actually, it has less body than the athletic. Yeah, a lot less. Hop profile is very similar. Mm-hmm. I feel like floral, piney hops, moderate bitterness. Yeah, but still lacking in what yeah. I'd want on the bitterness. I mean, I, I, I back to back. I think I, I think athletics have a little bit more body and a little bit more flavor makes it makes it a little bit. Uh, um, I don't know, stealthier. I guess I'm going to say. Yeah. So, the thing is, we're probably going to, first time ever, we're probably going to get the exact same lineup, but we'll see what happens when we... Uh, I don't know. I don't think we will. Okay. This has a lot better clarity, though. This is true. All right. So, anyway. Uh, like I was about to say, I just found this uh, article charming, so I'm just going to read it straight on through. This comes from The Onion. And it's entitled, Man Drinking Beer at 7.30 a.m. on a Bus May Be On to Something. Chicago. <laughs> Saying they felt inspired by the resourcefulness and ingenuity of a fellow commuter, onlookers reported Monday that a man drinking a beer at 7.30 a.m. On, on a city bus might be on to something. Quote, here's a person who, by all appearances, has absolutely no anxiety about tackling the day, said bus rider Alex Starvey, adding that he took the numbers 8 took the number 8 Hollistead route to work every morning and had rarely seen anyone have as much fun as the man openly taking sips from a 24-ounce can of steel reserve. <laughs> Quote, Honestly, he seems to be the only person enjoying this bus ride. I don't know if he's heading to work or what, but from the looks of things, this guy isn't suffering from any of the stress or boredom I feel during my commute. Maybe all I've needed all this time was to take a little, is a little something to take the edge off. And look, he's even managed to take a quick nap. At... As of press time, Darby was seen picking up a cream cheese bagel and a bottle of vodka on his way to the office. Uh, I guess what I'm saying is, on your way to work, grab a beer. <laughs> or one of our lovely NAs that we've been sampling. I mean, that's probably the more responsible thing to do, but... And, uh, and, and we here at All Beer you would you know, like to stress that we that you uh, uh, enjoy your alcohol responsibly, responsibly. Uh, and do not drink and drive. <laughs> uh, 
So as George Carlin says, get your drinking done early, get it out of the way, and then go driving. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> take no, public no. transportation. No. <laughs> Just get drunk on the bus like a good citizen. Um, we got to down this. We got uh, one more. The black, the, the Deschutes Black Butte non-alcoholic. Which, I mean, I feel like this kind of represents just like, it's all big players. I mean, athletics started out small and only do NA, but it's all really kind of big players in the NA game. Well, because the technology that's needed to do it and do it well is expensive. And I, you you did an article way back um, about the two ways. Uh, uh, I think there's three. Is there three? I mean, there's two that are, that are well, there's two that are commonly used. Yeah. I, I think all, I know Athletic uses the uh, the vacuum distilling process. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's most, and that's what's used most frequently. So, what also got me about the Deschutes Black Butte, they can it, but they don't can the regular Black Butte Porter. They, I guess they don't. Isn't that interesting? I'm like, you guys got the fucking label. <laughs> <laughs> it's also the more like the old school Black Butte label. Because I don't think they, because I think they rebranded or something in that time, but. No, I think they rebranded kind of back to this. Okay. Um, this is, I mean, once again, it's good. It's roasty. It's touch caramel. Decent body. It's hard to compare this one uh, to the others, given that it's the only dark beer of the bunch. But, again, um, I have to say that this one's not the worst porter I've ever had. Not the best, but not the worst. It's. I quite like it. I quite like it. I was gonna say, I'd almost be curious to sit down with this and an actual Black Butte. Well, I got I think I got, maybe I got a bottle of vodka there uh, stashed up there somewhere. <laughs> Just re-alcoholize it. Yeah, but you want like, to get the same body. I feel like the bitterness is more a little bit more pronounced, like the 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 black roasted barley bitterness. Yeah, but. Well, that that being said, do you want to do you want to do the rank lineup first? first? Shall I rank first? Yep. Okay, all right. Let's see here. I will do so from first to last. There's mine. Really? Yes. All right. So, Jeremy, give a quick rundown of. I did so that my 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 top one was the Athletic Brewing Run Run Wild IPA. Uh, my second pick was the Deschutes Brewing Black Butte. Uh, third was Heineken. Fourth was Lagunitas IPNA. Uh, Athletic Brewing Free Wave was uh, was fourth, fifth. I can't count, and I can't even blame the booze this time. <laughs> and then the Upside Dawn, the non-alcoholic Golden, was my was my least favorite. But I mean, not that it's. But again, it's, it's not, not bad. It's not bad. It's just out of all of them, that's like uh, something has to be last, and I guess it has to be this one. Yep. Okay, you ready for mine? Yeah. So, so you actually ranked Heineken number one. I did. Uh, Fair. I mean, it was closest to original state. Uh, super refreshing. Goes down like a fat kid on a seesaw. Uh, <laughs> then the Black Butte, uh, again, kind of second closest to the original state. That's kind of my. That's kind of why I picked it. Yeah. 
Uh, then I went with the Free Wave, the Hazy IPA from Athletic, followed by the Run Wild, the IPNA, and then the Upside Dawn. Again, same reasoning. There had to be a last place. I would drink any of these again. Um, I... And I think the and the reason I didn't rank Heineken higher was it, it's my I, I think me personally the the being able to you know do like the athletic IPA and the Black Butte the way they're done is 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 harder and more of a feat than you know making Heineken which is kind of flavorless also remain kind of flavorless. Yes, but the one credit I give Heineken, if Heineken was .05, it'd probably be third or fourth. Ah. The fact it came zero zero, that it truly has absolutely no alcohol. Yes, but that, you know, but we've we've also pounded six of these in less than an hour um, between the two of us. We've had so together we've had three of them, and yep, I'm I'm fine. Yep. <laughs> if anything, my stomach's a little full, and I might have to pee soon. Uh, well, then that let's, let's wrap this up before you pee in, on, on the table. Uh, this has been uh, it's all here. Um, if you'd like to get a hold of us. Uh, we, we put up all put all stories uh, that we do. Jesus Christ, I'm goddamn sober. And I can't get through this. All it's right. because you're sober. <laughs> uh, we put up all the stories we use to make this podcast on our Twitter. It's at it's all beer one. Um, we have Instagram. We have Facebook. I put put funny pictures up there and other random things. Episode announcements and this lineup of uh, 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 non-alcoholic beers. Uh, you can find us at it's all beer on Instagram or Facebook. You can send us an email. It's all beer at gmail.com. In case you, uh, in case your basket uh, was destroyed um, during a, <laughs> a, 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 a uh, during some evening during an Easter weekend back at the University of Idaho, and uh, no, BSU, you went to BSU. Yeah. I went to BSU. Yeah. So if your so if your <laughs> if your if your, if your basket was uh, broken off your bike, um, uh, send us an email and uh, <laughs> and, uh, and and as always, if you can leave us a rating on Facebook or uh, on. Stitcher or iTunes or wherever you get your podcast and let us know uh, that we should really continue to drink during the podcast because it's like one of those wow you guys are very succinct and uh, and not filthy at all that's not what I signed up for <laughs> I signed up for I signed up for filth and and drunkenness and that was there was none of that in here one star <laughs> so uh, that'll be it. That's it. Uh, that'll be quite enough from us. Uh, I'm Jeremy Jones. I'm Tyler Zimmerman. I'm going to go pee. Have fun. <laughs>